everybody, I'm Jay Sokol, Communications Director for the City of College Station, and uh, welcome to another edition of Is This a Thing? And this is an ongoing series that I do with Economic Development Director Natalie Ruiz. Say hi, Natalie. Hello. Uh, and we've done something a little bit different this time, so I want you to explain what you and I uh, actually did just a few days ago. We took our podcast on the road. We went to downtown Austin and visited with uh, Stratus Properties. Uh, They're primarily a developer in Central Texas in the Austin area, and they're developing the new HEB at Wellburn and Harvey Mitchell Parkway. So we uh, we went to them in downtown Austin and checked out their new development there, Block 21. In mm-hmm. downtown, very impressive. Uh, super impressive. D- describe the place that we went to. Sure, it's uh, it's on an entire city block. It's a 37-story building. Has the W Austin Hotel as part of it, condominiums. It also has the the Moody Theater, which is the home of Austin City Limits Live, which yeah. is pretty cool. And just cool office space. Extremely, extremely cool. I I w- would try to describe. Um, the actual office we did the interview in, but uh, I won't because I don't know that I could adequately do it. Except that the person that uh, was so kind to give us an interview, Bo Armstrong, who is the uh, chairman and CEO of Stratus, uh, he had his his dog, Ted. He did. In he there did. with him, which uh, Ted was a very polite, well-behaved, lar- large poodle. Very large some poodle. Kind of, some kind of poodle. Mm-hmm. And uh, But boy, that was an eclectic. I mean, my office is eclectic. His was fabulously eclectic. It was felt a little out of place, but it, but in a good way. Yeah, mine was mine is junk gypsy eclectic. His is just super cool eclectic. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so so set up the uh, the interview that we had. So we we met with the, as you mentioned, we met with Bo to talk about the new HEB development. Now that's a seventy six acre piece, as I mentioned. It's at Wellburn and Harvey Mitchell Parkway. Phase one of that development is a hundred thousand square foot HEB and about fifty thousand square feet in a more village style walkable retail space. Now future plans include uh, an additional forty thousand square foot of, of mainly an entertainment type space and also some multifamily units and a potential hotel site mm-hmm. and some pad sites for fast food or other types of restaurant uses. So really the reason why Natalie and I made that trip was because we wanted to do something more than just, oh, an HEB is coming. It's expected to uh, open on this particular date. We really wanted to talk to Bo about why College Station, why this location, uh, explain everything that's going into this development and why it makes sense, how he even got the land deal, because that's an interesting story, too. So it was just taking a little deeper dive into a major development on a large piece of property, and that's what we tried to bring to you. So there you go. Here's the interview with Bo Armstrong. Bo, give me a little background on you. Who are you? How did you get to this place today? Well, I'll try to be brief with that, Jay. It's, it's not as an exciting story as I would like it to be, perhaps. But I, uh, I went to the University of Texas, and then I left for a few years. And then I joined a company called Freeport McMoran, which had uh, acquired big, um, several large properties in Travis County. And I started there in 1992 as an analyst. And then after a period of years, ultimately um, began to run the company a few years later. And here we are, you know, in 2017, and we've been doing this now for 25 years. And it's been, uh, it's been quite, a, uh, quite a journey for us. Stratus Properties Incorporated, give us an idea 
uh, how Stratus came to be and, and sort of your track record and some of those highlight developments sure. you've been involved with? Well, we, as I mentioned, we, the, the, the predecessor company began acquiring uh, property in the Austin area beginning in 1988. Those were uh, Austin was a very different place then. It was, I think, it perhaps had the largest vacancy among commercial buildings in the country at the time. This is the RTC days, so this were these were not uh, were not heady times in Austin or Texas in general. This was a product of the uh, the Resolution Trust Corp was a product of the SNL crisis, and so the company I worked for had the resources to take advantage of this depressed property environment, and we bought close to 8,000 acres of land in, in, in Austin. It was, a, it was at a very depressed time. It was a, a, the man I worked for, uh, Jim Bob Moffitt, was just uh, had the ability to kind of see around corners and, and knew it was, was going to be uh, a great investment. He just happened to buy at the right time and had the capital to do so. So um, we began to entitle those properties, and it took us you know almost a decade to get the entitlements for, for our holdings, and we have been slowly developing out those properties. Barton Creek, for example, would be one of the well-known assets that we that we bought. And um, and then we really just started to thrive in Austin, and we ended up uh, ultimately buying this property, which is a city of, city of Austin asset, where the W and Austin City Limits Live now, now are, are, are built. And it seems to me those have been pretty transformative in this part of the city. They have been. You know, we, we, uh, you know we, traditionally we were a, a builder, uh, you know, kind of in the suburbs, if you will. Barton Creek is, you know, is west of town, and while it's only eight miles, I think it's considered a suburb. And, you know, Austin really started to, um, really started to grow in the urban area, and, and the city, by design, really started to promote and invest in the, in the urban area, the urban core, and we really saw that and were intrigued by it, and that's why we certainly built this big property. It's a million square feet. It's 160 condos, 250 hotel rooms, a 2,500-seat um, live music auditorium. And it, uh, it's done very, very well, and it, I think I like to think it's part of what has transformed this downtown area. So you guys have been historically pretty Austin-centric. How did College Station get on your radar? Well, that's a good question. Um, we, we have... Uh, we had developed a couple of properties with HEB, and, and we th- I could talk all afternoon about what a great company they are and how good they are to work with, but what's really, what's really outstanding about them is how good they are at their business, and, and that, that retail business is so challenging, and they are just, they're just best in class, and the way they handle every part of their business is really, um, it's just remarkable to work with them. And so we were fortunate enough to work with them out at a project called Circle C. I guess that's maybe 10 or 12 years ago. And then we uh, followed that up after, after many years with a project in Lakeway, another HEB project that was very successful. And because of that, uh, we, we, I think we have a bit of a relationship, and, and you know, we made it clear to them we would love to follow them wherever they want to go. And College Station was, was a part of their plan. And so... Um, we have a colleague, John Andrews, who really runs that, that business for us, and, and John is so good at what he does, and they recognize that as well. And so they kind of turned John loose to try to find a, uh, a couple of sites in College Station, and that's how we, we ended up with the Jones family and, and Jones Crossing. So I'm speaking about HEB as purely a consumer mm-hmm. uh, because there are a number of them in Bryant and College Station. And what, what strikes me as interesting, and maybe this is how – the grocery business works in general. But HEB uh, just laser focuses in on the demographics where their store is. And so there is an HEB in the 
uh, north part of Bryan, and it has a, a certain inventory. You move a little south on uh, Texas Avenue, and uh, the inventory is different. You move into College Station at the Holloman location at, at uh, Texas, uh, Texas Avenue, and the inventory is very different there. And, and it goes on and on and on. So I, I don't know what the inventory or, or uh, the strategy is going to be for this HEB. Maybe you know, maybe you don't, but they know what they're doing when they come into a location. They are total pros, and that's exactly right. They basically tailor each store to the specific demographics and wants and needs of their consumer in the area. I mean, it's just remarkable. I mean, to see how they handle their business is, especially that retail business is so difficult. You have low margins, you have perishables, you've got cash, you've got multiple transactions, things that are generally bad, 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 bad. But they are just, they're so laser focused on their, on their customer and providing, I mean, it's just a customer first environment. So, you know, I, I often joke about, well, we hear a lot about is Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. If I was Amazon, I'd be more worried about HEB than I think HEB is going to be worried about Amazon. Hmm. Well, tell me why this particular location is special. Well, what's interesting about this particular location is that it's been in the Jones family since the 1800s. And and it's it is I mean at, at Wellburn and Harvey Mitchell Parkway that is that's a main and main type of location, mm-hmm. and they just had historically not been willing to sell it. I mean they're in, they're uh, and not surprising a lot of people are um, you know very tied to their property. And I think we found that with the Jones family, but they're willing to monetize it in another way. So we basically have a ground lease with them. They 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 continue to own the land, but we're just leasing it from from them for 99 years. So. Um, that basically, that structure, I think, was what paved the way for, for this to happen. But it is a, it's a terrific location. Um, you know, College Station is, is such a remarkable city in terms of the demographics and the school and everything. It just, just, just worked out real well for us. Talk to me a little bit about the vision for Jones Crossing. What is the overall vision for that development? Well, it's 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 a it's a large center. I mean, it, it's got a it's got a big HEB. I think it's about a hundred and six thousand foot store. And then we've got 50,000 feet of village-style retail, another 40,000-foot building that could be obviously subdivided into smaller smaller spaces. But our hope is that we get a, a secondary anchor or two there. I mean, maybe it's a, a gym. I'm not exactly sure. But something that would be, you know, kind of entertainment, fitness, something like that. And then we've got 600 units of student-focused multifamily. Okay. And And – Back to your point a moment ago about how HEB kind of tailors their store to their customers, I think that they're intrigued with the, and I don't want to put words in their mouth ever, and I know that they haven't really fully formed what they're going to do here yet, but I do know that they will be focused on the students to some extent. That area is, has a lot of student, high student population, and I just know that they're going to, that'll be in their calculus somehow when they figure out what they're, what they're exactly they're going to do in the store. Well, you've addressed a little bit of this, but what makes most sense inside this development? Well, as I mentioned, Amazon a minute ago, you know, anything that you can get on the internet, we're, we're just not going to build bricks and mortar for you anymore. Right. So what we see now in these mixed-use developments are uh, entertainment, and that's restaurants, sports bar, things like that. So, so food and, and booze, for lack of a better term. And then we have uh, fitness, wellness, that would be gyms, spas, uh, uh, kind of minute clinic, doctor offices, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, entertainment, maybe a movie theater. So 
it, all these things are more experiential than they are going and buying a shirt, for example. That's just not really how it's happening these days. Well, I was going to ask you, is this development being designed to where people are encouraged to get in and get out or to come and stay a while? It's come and stay a while. It's such the coffee shops. You, 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 maybe you go and uh, do your grocery shopping. And HEB now has a program where you can order everything online and you can drive up to the to the window and park and they'll come out and put the groceries in your car so they're they're you know they're well ahead of the curve in terms of that providing that 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 service to customers so you come and pick up your groceries maybe you work out beforehand go to yoga class go to a spin class go lift weights maybe uh grab a cup of coffee in a coffee shop so it's more of that type of thing we do want people to come and stay but it's not necessarily come and shop that's not really what what this is about anymore so you, you've talked about a lot of pieces within this development. Are you to the point where you can share some names, some, some names we would recognize going on the storefronts? Well, you know, we're, we're, I'm not being evasive. I, um, we're not there yet. What we'd like to do is kind of get a group of them and, reduce, and, and, and introduce them in a group rather than just one at a time. Sure. But I can tell you that we are, we are we've had some interest from, from a movie theater, and <clears throat> we think that's an important part of this. So... When I think we get our first group of tenants nailed down, we will definitely make more of a splash about that. Any plans or opportunities for, say, developing a hotel on that site? It's a good point. We do have, we have a hotel site on, on that on the, within the property, and yes, I think that would be um, certainly part of our plans. We have a project here in Austin where it's a little bit similar, where these mixed-use things that, we, that they're commonly referred to. So you, you're incorporating retail, sometimes office, certainly housing and then entertainment, and, and then a hotel. So we have one here in Austin. Our, our project I referred to earlier in Lakeway has all these same elements. So that's really what Stratus focuses on are these mixed-use things. And I, I, I just am intrigued by, I think these mix of uses, just can, it's like a one plus one equals five kind of a thing at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we have a, a hotel site as well um, in, in Jones Crossing. You talked a few minutes ago about the Jones family. Why was it important to retain their name on the development, or was that part of the deal? Well, I don't know that it was part of the deal, but, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and uh, that Don Jones is about the finest guy I've ever run across. I mean, you know, real estate is can be a rough-and-tumble business. You know, real estate people like me are, are known to not always tell the truth, exaggerate. So you get a lot of that. So we kind of come in with a bad rap, and uh, and he just was very welcoming. We, here we are, we're coming from Austin over there to type his property but he uh was just such a delightful guy and whatever he said he would do i mean he damn sure did it hmm. so um i can't say that happens every day in our business yeah and as a consequence of that when he told us the story of his family and their ties to that property um it just was abundantly clear that we should absolutely celebrate um the jones family in any way we could with 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 the property did this always uh, lead towards a, a land lease versus a, a purchase, or did that evolve over time? Tell me about that. No, they were they just were very clear from the start. They had no interest in selling it, but they were interested in in seeing it developed. And the only the only structure available is really a ground lease for that. Okay. And that and that's tricky because, you know, Stratus we're we're by no means a huge company, but we're big enough to stand behind a ground lease and and, and get and get it financed. They're not always the easiest things to finance, but we were able to. I guess because of our track record and history, we're able to do it. So it's one of these things that is a little bit tricky, but you know, ultimately, it's, obviously, it's all done. Is that becoming a trend within your industry, though? These land leases? It is. You know, it was years ago. It was it was it was a lot more complicated, but 
so many of them have been done now, it, it's, it's, you know, it's no big deal anymore. Gotcha. How about timeline and phases? What can we expect to see moving forward? Well, we're, we're well underway. We've got walls up and uh, our leasing's going well. Again, I, I wish I could tell you that our first 10, but we want to kind of release them in, in kind of blocks of five or 10. But um, no, we've, uh, we've turned over the site to HEB and they're, they're, they're hustling. So everything's really, it's, it's, it's going very well. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Things are moving fast over there. Um, but the HEB, again, is set for, uh, what, sometime in the fall to open? Is that yeah, it? it's early August. Okay. That's and, pretty and, aggressive. And, and, I, and, and this will be our, you know, I guess our fourth store, five, fifth, fourth store. They never miss their deadlines. I'm knocking on wood when I say that. But they, um, when they say we're going to open at 8 a.m. on October the 4th, you know, I got those doors are going to open. The store is going to be beautiful. They're so whatever be day, and I know we picked the day. Um, and, and I tell you, what I always love to do is I love to go to the store like right before they open the first day because everything is perfect. I mean, it, there's nothing's dirty. Not that the store's ever dirty, but it is. They're so pristine. Everything, all the shelves are perfectly faced and stocked. And I just, it, it's just the best thing to do is walk through a store before it opens for the first time. Oh, that sounds great. So uh, this is going to seem like a loaded question. Maybe it is. But, you know, I've got Natalie Ruiz, our economic development director, sitting over here to the side, but I want you to tell me, honestly, mm-hmm. tell me about your development experience in College Station, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What has been, um, what's been easy and nice? What has been cumbersome? What's your experience been? Well, I, and, and not to dodge the question, but I have not been the day-to-day person over there, but um, I'll answer it this way. Okay. Like I said, I've done this a long time, and, um, you know, we love Austin. Austin probably has a reputation of being you know, a, a tough place to do business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, it's not fair to compare municipalities, but I'll tell you, at least from the feedback I got from my team and just what in my brief interaction with the city, it's been wonderful. People are helpful. Uh, they're encouraging of, of what we're trying to do. They're problem-solving problem alongside us. So sometimes, you know, in our business, we feel like um, – you know, they're not, people aren't always really, you know, trying to be helpful or, or in some, to some extent, maybe even the other way, they're trying to kind of thwart our efforts. That has, was not the case at all in College Station. It's been a, just been a great experience so far. So we, and we would, we, we are absolutely planning on doing more business there because it has just really been a great experience for us. That was my next question. And I didn't even know if it was too early to ask, but would you consider additional projects in College Station? Oh, absolutely. I'm, uh, you know, despite the fact that I went to University of Texas, I actually am a, I'm a big fan of Texas A&M. I think the, uh, the move to the SEC was brilliant. I think that uh, the school is very well run. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, John Sharp, and I think uh, what, what, uh, what's been done over there is, uh, is remarkable. They're going to grow the student population which I think is great. Uh, they churn out um, incredibly talented um, graduates, and I, I just, I, you know, I just like the whole thing about it. I think that I think there's no better fan than a A&M graduate. I just really, I'm the, the, the loyalty. I mean, I'm looking looking at your ring. I mean, I is just, uh, I just, you know, I just think it's fantastic. I wish Texas had that same had that same kind of. Uh, environment. Well, we have, what, 65,000 or more students, but we have a lot of old ags coming back to retire all the time. So with, you know, the, the two uh, 
extremes on, on the demographic spectrum there. Does that make it a little more challenging to, to develop in a college town? or is No, it just, it's actually exactly what you want. Is it? You want, you want a little bit of everything. You really, you really do. You want to make sure you have young and old. And, and what's also great is you have this amazing university that, that you, so you get smart people there and people that, that really embrace that, uh, that, that higher education thing. So it's really, it's great. It's, it's, in my view, that's where the future is, are in these college towns, whether it be, you know, San Marcos or, you know, Waco, Fort Worth, wherever these college, I mean, another great example would be Texas a and Corpus Christi. Uh, my wife's from Corpus, and uh, I saw that school when I can't remember we, we used to be called down there. It was so long ago, but I mean that is a thriving campus, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's really where the economic growth, in my view, occurs was when you have these college campuses, and and they're so important in these communities. So yes, long long answer to your question, but we are definitely interested in doing more in College Station. Good. Well, Bo, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate your patience uh, in answering my questions, but is are, you have any parting uh, comments for folks back in Bryan College Station who are looking forward to the opening of uh, everything at Jones Crossing? No, I just, just want to thank everybody for, uh, for being so good to us so far, and uh, if there's anything we can do, if anything comes up or questions, please know that we're, our door is always open, and, and we really look forward to... Uh, getting the the, the shopping center finished and open and hope everyone likes it. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Okay, now we're going to do this for real. (laughs) (laughs) A big thanks to Bo Armstrong for allowing us to come into his office and set up. Thanks to his entire staff, everybody at Stratus Properties, for being very welcoming to Natalie and me and to our cameras. And uh, that was our first try at a road show, the road edition of Is This a Thing? I hope you enjoyed it. We'll try to do more of it in the future. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Jay Sokol.